Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are fired up here in the Get Around Podcast Studio for episode 262. I am your host, Brendan Queeley. We have got a packed show here for you uh, this fine Monday afternoon into early evening. We've had this conversation before on this podcast, right? Seems about so. when evening starts and afternoon ends. Have we? What What is it to you? I don't know that we have. So I believe that evening starts at 5 p.m. Okay. Afternoon goes from noon to 4.59. Correct. Correct. However, okay. it's odd at this time of the year as we're getting closer because at some point... Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be dark at 4.30. Correct. So is it dark in the afternoon or is that now night? Well... Night has fallen. See what but going. for me, it's still, in terms of hours, it's afternoon. This is a really dumb <laughs> It's a great way to start. I love it. Right off the bat. <laughs> Let's go. So, Could be worse. <laughs> Could be doing the one where people argue where does up north start. Yeah, we're not going to do that. No, I don't really care. The answer is clear, I think. But I don't care. I'm not like... You know, invested in it. Yes. <laughs> you know, my, yeah. I was just curious. I, I was curious. <laughs> like, I consider... I, I've vacationed in Pentwater and Ludington since I was six months old. Mm-hmm. I consider that western Michigan. Right? That's like western Michigan. Yeah. And then you get anything kind of above that. I think once you get into... I think Manistee is still western Michigan. And then I think probably a little north of that is when you started getting into northwestern Michigan. And then after that is when so, you get to into Bear Lake. Into, that's when you get into Northern <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> Being really, uh, yeah. I have not lived here long enough to even have conversation with this, so I'm just all ears. Okay, so when does the evening start for you guys? <laughs> kind of the same time as you. Five o'clock. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that's invested enough people. in it to argue. <laughs> <laughs> This is okay. awesome. Well, I'm, like, I'm cool with that. Well, well, welcome into episode 262 of the Get Around Podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. Joining me, James Cook and Jordan Puente. Uh, before we get started into our question of the week and the area code game, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of the Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's. Freaky, yeah. Yeah. Question of the week time. Uh, uh, this is brought about just um just by how gorgeous it is outside uh james you have lived in uh northern michigan for uh several decades now and yeah you've been the, the colors this year are just absolutely gorgeous i don't know if it's because i wasn't here for fall last year so this is my first like really where i'm seeing it every single day and also i'm out in interlocking now there you go and the colors out there are just mm-hmm. um, beautiful, breathtaking, absolutely gorgeous. Even on these days where it's raining and cloudy and over like overcast, it's still beautiful. Have you gotten out of the high rollaways? I haven't gone to the Buckley rollaway yet. Um, I'm pretty sure I would just veer off the road because I would not be able to take my eyes off how gorgeous it is. When you go to the place itself, you get to like you overlook. Like a, a big area, yeah. It's it's, it's really photos. it's really impressive. The only time seen it I ever went in person was the <laughs> was the year COVID, oh. <laughs> and there was so many people there. <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> wow, beautiful. Everyone so was coughing. <laughs> I mean, everybody pretty much had masks on yeah. and everything, but there was so many people there. 
<laughs> they they were kind of you know staying away from each other and everything, but there was still a lot of people, all in all congregating in one place. So, but I I don't know how you feel. Is this the best you've seen the colors? I mean, I will. I'll harken back to two, three years ago when I had to drive out to Lake Leelanau and cover, I think it was a district volleyball final. And the, the sun and the sky that day and the colors, Ooh. It, it was as vibrant as I've ever seen. But these colors this year are absolutely spectacular. This is my second year experiencing this and each um but assume maybe for years since you've kind of grew up in Michigan, each year kinda of gets better and better and better. At least for yeah. me. Um you obviously weren't around last year, so now to you might be getting better and better and better. Yeah, I it each year. It most of the times I have to take photos and even the photos sometimes don't do us justice because you have to see it in person. But it's it's so it's so cool. Like I've never been a fall person because back in California where it's like seventy five, eighty degrees, and you know that's not fall at all. Moving here, I've got to experience all 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 weathers, all seasons. It's so cool. It's so awesome. Like I keep telling people, yeah, I don't think I'm moving back. Like I I, I will suck it up, go through the misery of the five months of no sun, the snow, and all that stuff. Once we hit fall, I'm I'm all I'm a I'm here for it. Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. acting like a tourist. <laughs> I'm here this, for it. This fall. I really have been. I have yes. been uh, like a, just a stereotypical leaf peeper. Just my phone is, I'm, I'm hiking. When I hike with Saint, my dog, my phone is just out every, I'm taking pictures and I'm. Uh, That's how I was that yesterday. gorgeous. I was like that yesterday. Everything's because... gorgeous right now. I, I, I went and hiked. I found the trail right around my, my house and I went and I hiked there for. Uh, about two hours yesterday and yeah I was just taking photos and then when I go back and look I went well, yeah this, been... this was absolutely gorgeous so, I, I, and I heard out east is missing out on this this year like oh, like they're really? not getting the fall colors like they normally get like New England out east yeah wow because New England yeah is like it was like it was like an alert I got on my phone from the weather <laughs> from the weather channel app uh, that you know that the that like the east no. is missing out on the fall colors wow or big parts of the east or something yeah because you look at photos of like new hampshire vermont maine those kind of places Rhode island and those are the ones where it's mm-hmm. i i drove i think it was the fall of 2007 2006 maybe one of those years i drove uh it was for a college journalism conference in Washington, D.C. Oh, so we, yeah. We drove from Chicago to Washington, D.C. Blue shots at CVS are pretty. Mid, mid-break, mid-break, mid, mid, mid-show ad. It's muted. <laughs> I hate that. I'm looking on the Weather Channel app for that thing, that and, awesome. of course, they have a stupid ad on. that plays. You just hear the audio stupid ad. The weatherman. Well, uh, so... <laughs> We were driving from Chicago to just play it. Just let's hear it. Let's get a new sponsor. Whatever sponsor this is. Let's get what it is. Seriously, my volume is turned off everywhere. I hate that. 
Oh my God! It just came out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere. I hate St. Francis not putting the correct time for for their football game online. Oh boy, here we go. We're, we're, I don't know about that. I thought we were going to get into that. <laughs> I had to. They gotta. They need to know that if you're going to change the time of a football game, let people know. Make it widely known so people don't show up an hour late to the game that they're covering. So the hike was good. Hike was great. <laughs> good call. Good call. <laughs> Yeah, let's get what, back on the hike. Trying to remember what I was talking about. Washington D.C. journalism conference. Yes. Driving over there. So driving there, uh, we at one point we got off the highway, and we ended up. So this was middle of October, Ooh. maybe even late October, because I think the World Series was going on at this time. Okay. So middle to late October, we had to get off the highway, construction or something, and take this detour, and it took us on this mountain ridge. Where we were overlooking like f- this, it looked almost like I was in Scotland or Ireland. It was green like I had never seen before. Green grass like I had never seen before. Oh, wow. But the trees were orange, red, yellow, purple. Just this boom, boom. It was like nature was putting on a fireworks show. And we were seeing it from the top of this mountain ridge as we were driving one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen in nature. So gorgeous. So and I cool. still need to get up to Picture Rocks and That's to Cominant cool. Falls because uh, I haven't seen that yet in the Upper Peninsula. My parents were just there uh, last weekend, and they said the colors were gorgeous. So I think the peak is probably passed up in the Upper Peninsula, and it's reaching us right about now. We're, yeah. We're, we're <coughs> I in saw the early part of the peak, I feel I like. saw photos of Mac, was it Mackinac City, of what it looks like in Mackinac City right now, Wisconsin, some cities in Wisconsin. It's... We're here. I survived, and I'm enjoying it. I love it. So, James, any any news on why the New England? No, North not East without East. Weather Channel apps that will play even when everything is muted. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about leaf peepers? That's the James. I'll I'll pose this question to you because I have been so have I a, a leaf peeper since I was young. We my family. We would make, uh, we would do our summer vacation in Pentwater. Nice. And mm-hmm. then we would do a fall weekend every single year just to come up and, and see the colors uh, in, in Pentwater and, and Ludington. So we were, we were mm-hmm. the leafers. We were the leaf peepers. We were the, the people that descended upon the town and, and made the people who lived there angry. I don't really care. Bring it on. Bring, bring your tourism dollars here. That's yeah, the reason why. That. That's the reason that. why we have this stuff in Traverse City that we have. Yeah, is because of tourists. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, <clears throat> I just it. know people like uh, there are some people who get angry at the leaf peepers and the fudgies and. Well, yeah. oh, uh, they also may not realize that many people have not seen this before or ever grew up in this type of environment before. Yeah, I, am, like I myself everybody. is one yeah. of those. Or obviously coming from California, the only time you see like the leaves changing is if you go up north, like Northern California. Mm-hmm. That's where you see it. At least for like me, it's like all green, and then everything just dies, and it's just branches, and it it looks dead. It's kind of fall for us. It's just so, earthquakes and mudslides. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Which is <laughs> which brings me back to yeah. 
Take a cardboard box, just both, go down some mudslides. Both good drinks, right? I know a mudslide is a drink. Yeah, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. There's got to be something called an earthquake. There's got to be something called an earthquake. Let's Obviously. look this up real quick. Earthquake. <laughs> uh, well, well, first, what is a mudslide? What is a mudslide? Yeah, because I know, what was it, yesterday? Drink. I, was, I went on a hike behind my house. So the classic mudslide is a dessert cocktail made with Kahlua yep. and Irish cream. That's a variation on the white Russian. Okay, what is it? I need to find, I, yeah. I need to go to a place that sells it. Earthquake there. drink. There's nothing better than looking stuff up online during a podcast. I know. So it's a earthquake. It's is, a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Cognac Co- and absinthe. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That is. That would. That does sound good. That would knock me to the floor like an earthquake would. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the name. Good lord! I remember. No one pun time intended. In oh, I shouldn't bring this up. Well, you have a you have a well, good absinthe story. Well, because I do. We all no, have ones. No we all ha- we all have stories on a we, podcast that uh, caters specifically to high school sports. Yeah, so it's us. mostly the parents listening. <laughs> we all have a story that has to do with oh, that. Oh yeah, all of us. We all, all have one. Okay, so uh, of course. You're okay. Uh, you're okay. That, uh, drink legally and responsibly. So please, please. Anyways, great. Let's keep moving on with this podcast. We'll get into the area code game. Uh, we're guessing this week for 263. Uh, last week we had 262. My guess was Washington, D.C. for the X-Files. James, you picked Seattle for Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I did Indianapolis Jer- for the Pat McAfee show. That's right. Okay, so, hey, guess what? I'm going to Google stuff again. Love it. USA area code 262 is, in fact, Da-da-da-da. most of southeast Wisconsin. Who was closest? Mm. It's got to be you again. <laughs> yeah, Indiana. Was, I, Indiana swear, was, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Washington, D.C. and Seattle. We're yeah, on I'm, the cl- I'm still in the Midwest, right. and it's in. Wow, that's uh, so Jordan, funny. Three, three in a row for Jordan. All right, our I guest is this week <laughs> for 262. Does anybody have anything? I haven't uh, really had the time to watch much Oh, I've been watching movies. I've been watching movies. I haven't done nearly as much the last week or so, but I was going to take New York for Saturday Night Live because they're having Nate Bargatze and the Foo Fighters on next week. Perfect. All right. So NYC. And the the Bad Bunny episode this week wasn't bad. I quite enjoy Bad Bunny as an entertainer. He seems like he just kind of gets it. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't seem too up his own butt. Um, I mean, he's done. Well, he, he plays it like he is. Oh, he plays it like he is. Yeah. Okay. Cause he, yeah, he, he plays it like he's very self-centered and and everything. It's oh, part okay. of his yeah. He's because uh, he's a uh, he's actually a really talented professional wrestler too. He's wrestled in the WWE a lot. Oh yeah, he's, I can see that. He's quite good. So, all right, uh, James has NYC for SNL. Jordan, do you got so yeah, I'm trying to find the exact location, but it. Obviously, this hotel does not exist, but I am going to go with Mount Hood in Oregon that resembles the Overlook Hotel that is in The Shining. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And I have been watching a bunch of uh, Treehouse of Horrors oh, wow. in The Simpsons leading up to Halloween. Which one are you on now? Which one are you on now? Uh, what one did I watch? I think I watched 13 last night. How many are there? I didn't watch 13 of them. I watched the 13th iteration of it last night. How many are there? Has to be uh, 31 now. I think they're up to 30. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe, maybe even more than that. 
So I know it's I love like, the I Simpsons. Know you can watch one every day now in the month of October. That would uh, make if, if add it all to. up. So I'm going to go Springfield. However, which one? Springfield uh, for the Simpsons has never, the state has never, never been. They never the said. Field. Yeah. Um, but what do you think? But I, since I grew up in Illinois, there you go. I, I'm going to go with Springfield, Illinois. That's all. That's um, why I always, I've always thought that of it. Be, that'll be mine. And then I think next week, <laughs> I'm going to go, since we're going to do a Halloween show, I'm going to go with Haddonfield. Ooh. And that mm. was also mm-hmm. Illinois. There we go. So I already, I already got my guess for next week for 264. Nice. So, all right, there we go. Uh, those are all set and ready. Uh, we have a wonderful show for you, like I said, jam-packed, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, we're going to get in the pulse here real quick. We're going to talk about the uh, TC Patriot game, Traverse City West, uh, getting that. I guess what some would consider an upset win. Can like I think it's just a win now, right? Once they got the win, it went from being an up. Before wow. the game, it would have been an upset win. Yeah. But then they got the win, and I don't think it's that much of an upset. But we'll talk about that a go. little bit later. Good tease. Selection Sunday uh, reacts. We're going to go through all that for all the playoff matchups uh, that have been announced. We'll do a little soccer regional talk, and then we will get into an interview with Traverse City West soccer players Dougie Rice and Aiden Orth. They will be in a little bit later. Hopefully uh, it's those two who show up and we don't get a repeat of last week where the guy's name that I said over and over and over again on this podcast wasn't here. Uh, but no big deal. That wasn't that, that was problem. awesome. I, I almost thought about dubbing it in. Oh, like mm-hmm. I, I thought of just like recording uh, the right name and dubbing it in. Instead, I just I started the episode with an editor's note. Get call. I just recorded an editor's no, uh, note at home and was like, hey, yeah, the guy that we thought was going to be here uh, wasn't there, so it's somebody else. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> just record yourself saying, Anderson Farmer. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Denver Broncos. Uh, okay, so. Uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so we'll do a little soccer regional talk. We'll get into our conversation with Dougie Rice and Aiden Orth. Uh, Dougie, of course. Had himself a uh, week. Had, had himself a, a great week. We will get into the Get Around Hall of Fame where we will nominate uh, two Traverse City West athletes and a Manton athlete for the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. And we will end the show with our happy endings, talk about what made us happy inside and or outside of sports this week. But before we do any of that, one more word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of the Get Around is sponsored by Jimmy John's, two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich with the Jimmy John's app. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Freak yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, TC Patriot game, guys. We had all three of us were out there, or at least I was out there for the first half. um, Nice. And was really happy with the pictures that I was getting, despite the weather being what it was. That's good Uh, football weather, The only thing I will do is I will tell you this, that second touchdown at the end of the half, Mm -hmm. right, with uh, Sam Schutte catching the pass uh, from Owen Hendricks, I believe, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then they did that celebration. It was almost like, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was almost like the, the dirty dancing celebration yeah, where they lifted him up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they were going to do that with uh, Adeo Elemobade on the first score. And that didn't happen because I think no. Adeo was just a little bit too hefty. He's a big uh, dude. To be lifted. They tried to do it, but it didn't, it didn't happen. Oh, Sam Shooty weighs a little bit less, uh, or at least he's a little bit lighter. Um, 
And I was ready for it. I was in the back of the end zone. I was, I, I had knelt down to get a good upward angle shot at it. And I went, oh, perfect. They're coming right at me. I've got light behind me. This is going to be a fantastic shot, right? They, they did it. I had it perfectly framed, perfectly framed. And then, no, no, no way. I filled up the card right at the end, right at the end when I wanted to get that shot. So I missed that shot. I had it perfectly framed. It would have been, it's one of those photos where you're like, I can't wait to run this main. Uh, but I think Sorry, what man. we ended up running Maine was pretty good. You know, the the, the captains, Anderson Farmer uh, and Parker Kirshner, and unfortunately Isaac Kelsey got cut off in that one photo that we ran. Uh, but they had the three captains running out with the flag, so yep. I got that photo and we ran that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my... That's brutal. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's how I left. And I was like, son of a biscuit-eating <laughs> oh, bulldog. I was just like, yeah. come on. But what, what did you guys think of the game? Because I, I think it it turned on a dime after Quickly. that opening kickoff, when West recovered that fumble. No, that just look that at West crowd was roaring. They were so <clears throat> they lot. were ravenous. They, they were alive. wanted that win, and so that bad. team wanted that win so more bad. than I can recall seeing in in recent Patriot games. Like that Traverse City West team was. Amped up, yeah. That that opening kickoff, getting the fumble, fumble, recovering that fumble, that, and then you go down and score. The whole aura of that game just changed. Yeah. When that happened, I mean, at that point, especially after West cashes in, you're like, oh boy, this this is gonna be a different game than I think a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and a lot like, but last year West got out to a good lead too, and then Central came back, but. Know, it just kind of seemed a little different this time, especially with the weather. You were like, man, it seems like a game where you get a little bit of a lead, and as long as you avoid a turnovers, you can maybe ride it out. And, and man, West ran the ball so well. So well. He didn't there, go down. Is there anybody that wanted to win that game more than Adeo? Like, uh, he, Isaac Kelsey. He, he ran, well, yeah. I do, <laughs> do play with the, the cast. Body, he play never the cast. went down once after first contact, there was not one love, time yeah. that he yeah, he, he was hitting hit the first he was time. hitting people. He, I love the he name. Was, he was looking for contact because he wanted to run people over. So when I talked to the coach after the win, I asked him about Adele, and he called him a moose on the loose. If you think about it, he really is a moose on the loose. You you won't first contact, you're not bringing him down. Second one, no chance. Third and fourth, maybe, but you're gonna need a bigger guy to bring him down. He's he's a big dude. Especially standing the, next to him. How was the energy in the second half? Because I was only there for the first half, and the uh, energy was... TC was, Central kind of took control of it, and it looked like they were going to... Kind of like you mentioned, TC Watts got on a big lead last year, and then TC Central came, did, did what they did, and won the game. Kind of flipped a little bit, because TC Central scored back-to-back times. And then the punt that happened that kind of soaked out the air... Um, but is it Central got flagged for a leg? Yeah, West. Yeah, West was punting on fourth and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and Central was called for a personal foul somewhere in the play, um, not roughing the punter. No. They were called for a personal foul somewhere in the play. Um, I heard a bunch of people saying that somebody from West flopped. I don't know. I didn't even see it. 
I, I was like, I was like, what? The, what did they call? Did they call roughing the punter? I mean, it was somebody stupid enough to try to run into Kyler Brunin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <you did. laughs> it was like, yeah, I was trying and to get the, a bus. Yeah, um, but and then so that gives them an it's an automatic first down. Yeah, and that was his first and successful that, punt because the first time they punted, the ball went in the end zone. I saw they got the safety, and then they scored again on that same drive. So they're uh, they're looking to basically flip the whole game on their side. And then that happens, and then everything kind of just shifts back to the TC West. A lot of momentum changes, though. Yeah, it was a lot of it. And when they so they got the safety when the ball got snapped over Kyler's head, which is also not easy to do. No. Uh, and that went through the end zone, so it was a safety. And then they had to punt, and they did. Isaac Kelsey punted on yes. the on the the free punt. It you must know after be, that, it, and then central, but then central got pretty good field position after the return. Near I, midfield, and then cash in on that, and you kind of felt like it was last year all over again, where Central was going to maybe come back in the second half after West kind of controlled the first half. Um, but then that fourth quarter, man, West, they got that huge call. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a couple picks. Yeah. That, that Drew Esper pick was huge. Drew Esper. And then Central's, like, last last gasp, uh, Isaac, Kelsey Isaac Kelsey got the one. Um, with one hand in a cast, one, like, uh, one arm in a cast. The so hand was big. out of the ca- cast. Like but, I walked up to you know. him, and he's obviously like super excited. So my first question to him was, "Can you feel anything? Like, is it any pain?" He's like, "The crowd boosted his adrenaline to where he can play through it. it it's so big. I'm mm-hmm. su- like, I'm surprised." Tyler no- Andrews had one on yeah. St. Francis yeah. uh, on Saturday. I was mm-hmm. like. How are, Why are you, you wearing a roll of paper towels? That's how you wear. Look ridiculous. Just an ad for Bronny. <laughs> like that's how bad they wanted to win. Like Isaac Kelsey was willing to risk an injury again just to beat Central. Like that's what I knew was different. Like they really, really wanted to win this. Uh, Jordan, I'll give you your props for picking West for them to win, but also uh, James, I, I think me and you, I think we get the credit. You do. Because we obviously put a chip on <laughs> West's shoulder. They wanted to prove us wrong. Good job, uh, guys. So Good job, guys. You're welcome, Traverse City West fans. Good job. We picked against you. And, Good job, guys. Um, obviously, yeah, it was James Good game. Myself. Great we're, environment. We were the one that – but I would imagine that Wagner definitely was using that. He knew the narrative that everybody thought going to that game well, that Central was going to win. And he, yeah. I, he would have been – I will, Smart to use that as fuel. I will oh, say I would expect though, it. Yeah. It's, when I did the preview for him, for when I did the preview for TC West in the beginning of the season, I kept asking. I asked every person that I've talked to about beating Central this year. That was on their minds immediately. Like second day of practice for fall for football practice. I asked Wagner about it. Obviously, he's still new to the air. Obviously, he coached at Gaylord. Went to Gaylord. He's new to the rivalry. He knew. What, how big of a deal it was if West was to be central. And then I asked him about it afterwards. He was just, he gave me a long, lengthy answer of what this means. And he talked about next season, how they're going to use this next season and say, okay, we have a legitimate shot to be a very good team. So speaking of next season, they don't get one until 2024. But Traverse City Central does get a next season this season. Correct. They move on to the postseason. Uh, and we'll get into that a, a little bit later. Uh, how do you think West kids are feeling about that? Like we just so beat the team that got into the playoffs, and we didn't get in. Yeah, with the same record. 
yeah. the same record, four and five, and in the, and the, and the same league. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I Central sure getting that win over Midland, I think, was what tipped the playoff points, and them having a lot better playoff points. Uh, so, and they played Midland at a different time than West, when they didn't have that stud running back back yet. Right. So, I mean, I, I could see West being able to be salty about that. Probably too. I, I, I again, uh, I kind of had hopes. I was like, maybe they'll both get in. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I thought maybe, maybe, maybe West could sneak in, but it, the playoff points in Division Division Two are so high. I was like, allow for it. like, yeah, the Central scrape. Like they got in by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, yeah, they got in because yes. they got in because I think partially because of a couple of teams that were that were also on the fringe lost. also lost Friday night. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I think it was Livonia Churchill and Oak Park. Yeah, and a couple a other of, schools. They needed a lot of bad so many things for them to for them to get in. Uh, with a loss, um, what do we see the future for these programs? Well, Jay, is it, is it, it? It seems bright for West. I mean, you got to be feeling really good. You go into the off season coming off. Uh, you end your season on a win, even though you don't go to the playoffs. You still end your season on a win. It's got to be a good feeling for West. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, coming in, they they know that there wasn't much of a chance to get in the playoffs, um, and so this was this was their national championship. You know, it would have been like if Michigan State beat Michigan this year. You know, that just would have been this, the season's fine. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter all the other stuff surrounding Michigan State football if they beat Michigan. All fine and dandy. You know, I think that's a kind of the way it was a little bit in, you know, the West Central game. I mean, in this rivalry, there is no little brother. But, uh, you know, coming into this game, West probably felt that a little bit just because they were the underdog. Uh, and and they had to have been using that. If, if the coach was weren't using that to to motivate the players, I'd be surprised. <clears throat> Obviously, they lose some players here and there. Adele is one of them. Oh, Kyler is another one. So those are like two key pieces that they're going to be losing next year. But Wagner, he seems like the on he is the right person for West. Just in what I saw in, before the season started. And how the season ended with the central win and how everyone rallied behind him, bought into his message that he was preaching. He's big on family. That's like the biggest thing he's big on. And then he just he's, he's the right person. So I think West is in good hands. Mm-hmm. I hope he sticks around. I, I really do too. Do. I hope that he provides some consistency for this West program because I think they need it. I think they need it. He's a really good coach. He is. And their participation numbers at West are pretty good. I mean, the, the junior varsity team was kind of small this year, but the freshman team was pretty big. Yeah. Like, they had a lot of kids on the freshman team. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so they've got some athletes coming to, um, you know, Central obviously is not in a bad place. Um, you know, getting into, getting into the playoffs again, you know, you've still got Eric Sugars and, and Odette and all those guys there on the coaching staff. Um, so I don't, I don't think Central's going away anytime soon either well speaking of the playoffs let's get in and let's run down the playoff matchups that we got from selection sunday uh yesterday since we're recording this on monday um so we do have Traverse city west uh they are traveling to saginaw heritage uh for a chance to play either midland or midland dow uh, both five and four of those teams for a division two district championship uh, St. Francis, we talked about a little bit already. Uh, they did make the playoffs at 4-4 four and four, uh, in Division 7. They are going to play Charlevoix 
41 uh, 40. That was the week one overtime final uh, between those two teams, between Charlevoix and St. Francis, with St. Francis coming out on top uh, in that game. James, uh, you're, you're going to that game. I know we're going to, I, I want to run down all of these, but really quickly, I just want to get your thoughts on how you feel about those two teams squaring off again. It's been a budding rivalry for quite a while. Yeah, and, and the games have been close. Um, obviously, the one this year was overtime. The one the year before was an incredibly close game. Charlevoix kind of had that game in control until St. Francis' depth just wore them down in the second half. Um, but that wasn't a problem this time around. In that first meeting, they went in overtime. I don't think that Charlevoix wore down like they did pretty obviously in that other game because they just didn't have the depth to go ahead with with St. Francis. But um, So this is this is this is Charlevoix's chance, man. They gotta do it. Um, and if they if they do, man, Kipke Field will be will be rocking. And you gotta think how close they were to an undefeated regular season. They lost by a point in an overtime game in week one and then they won eight straight. Yeah. That's the Charlevoix team right now. Still won. They have got to be feeling good and they have I, I think maybe the week one loss is going to be a blessing because they are going to be starving for a win it's been against a while. Traverse City St. Francis. Yeah, they'll be motivated for sure. It's been so, a while. All right, the, uh, the winner of St. Francis and Charlevoix will take on either Benzie Central or Menominee in the district finals. Benzie Central got in at 5-4. and four. Menominee is 7-2. and two. Uh, In the other district of the uh, D7 Region 1, McBain 5-4 and four, hosts Houghton Lake 5-4 and four in one semifinal. And Beaverton six and three uh, welcomes in Hemlock, which is, I think, one of the few teams this year that got in at three and six. Last year there were uh, there was a bevy of teams that got in at three and six and five and four. It seems like that's less this year, at least when I was kind of going through things. Um, in Division three, uh, undefeated Gaylord nine and zero finished off their undefeated season with a win over uh, Sioux area and the Battle of the Blue Devils uh, on Friday. Uh, and they host Bay City Western, which I think they're going to truck them. I, th- I think that's a great matchup for Gaylord. I do have a yeah. Okay. Bay City Western, little teams that loves to keep the ball on the ground, loves to pound it, and that's what Gaylord is good at stopping. Yeah. I do have a question. So for you guys. we're all you and I are in agreement <laughs> that that's going to be. I I think that could be a blowout win for Gaylord. I do have a question. Yeah, for you guys. Uh, yeah. Bay City Western strength plays into Gaylord's strength. Yes. So yeah. Uh, yeah. When do you think the last time Gaylord won a playoff game? I, I <laughs> couldn't tell you. Early 2000s? Yeah. It's yeah, been a while was, for When Cleaver was there? Was, so it was a year after because they went 11-1. and one. Uh-huh. Their last undefeated regular season was and 2002. Then they went 11-1, they went and one, lost yep. in the regional championship game. Okay, so their last playoff win was 20 years ago. They are starving. Okay. <laughs> They're so, yeah, starving. I, I, I thought Charlevoix was hungry. Um, uh, Gaylord <laughs> hungry. certainly is. Uh, okay, so, uh, and then in the other part of that district, we've got Petoskey traveling to the UP to take on Marquette. <sighs> Northman 5-4 and four, and Marquette are 5-3. and three. Uh, The winners of those two games, obviously, will meet for a district title. Uh, Division 6, Boyne City 5-4. and four. Grayling Vikings could vie for a district championship. I would love to see that <laughs> matchup. I want both of those teams to win, but both of those teams have to go on the road yeah. and win. Mm-hmm. Boyne heads to Gladstone, which is seven and two, and Grayling heads to Nagani, which is also seven and two. Yeah, both going back to the Petoskey game. I mean, yeah. they, they played they played three weeks ago, and it was a one point game, Marquette and Petoskey. So okay. that that could be another 
really good uh, playoff game then. They also are probably starving. It's been a while for them too. 2015 is the last time Petowski's won a district game. Kingsley, I love this Kingsley team this year. I don't know how you guys feel about Kingsley. Uh, love them. But they are, they just seem, so good. They, they seem built for the playoffs. Uh, they have a pre-district game uh, hosting against Mason County Central. Stags went 7-2 and two, uh, on the season. And then they could see either Lake City or Manistee, a game that Jordan will be at on Friday night. And uh, in, in the district finals, uh, Mariners host the Trojans in a uh, marquee matchup this week. And then in Division 8, Glen Lake 5-4 uh, and four, has to make the trip to undefeated Iron Mountain, uh, which finished the season 9-0, and and then play Ishpeming, or as our once uh, fearless colleague Andrew Rosenthal said, a shemping <laughs> several times on this podcast. Uh, so Ishpeming, 6-3, and, and, and then uh, they are taking on the East Jordan Rev Devils, who are 8-1. and one. Uh, East Jordan, of course, plays host in that one. Frankfurt, despite being 7-2, and two, they got to go on the road to... 8-1 Beale City. I think that's probably the Tough. most unlucky draw or the Tough. unluckiest draw uh, in in the playoffs. I mean, you're 7-2, and two, and your two losses are to two really good teams, yep. uh, and you still got to go on the road and take on a Beale, Beale City team that is... I would think that good. loss to East Jordan kind of is the reason why they have to go on the yes, road. Yes, I, I think you could... Switch those two. Oh, we'll go 100. percent You would see. Uh, oh yeah. Mm, yes. Oh boy. Wow. And so the winner of that game takes on Muskegon Catholic Central, which got blanked by St. Francis on Saturday. They were five and four uh, against Everett, uh, which is seven and two. And then in the eight-player pairings, only two teams made the cut uh, from our coverage area in Division One. The Central Lake Trojans seven and two head to St. Ignace, which is eight and one. And the Inland Lakes Bulldogs uh, play host to Alcona. Both of those teams are eight and one. So, seventeen teams in the playoffs this year in our coverage area. I will ask you this: for you, what is the most intriguing game of those that I have mentioned? That's a good question. <laughs> I, I I like the the Lake City Manistee matchup, just because you know we've both of those teams have had some good success. It's two local teams, um, you know, not a a team that we cover and a team that we don't, so we kind of know them a little bit. So uh, we know both teams are pretty good there. I, I would I would say that Manistee probably has the upper hand in this, especially being at home. But I think that should be a pretty good game that you that you see there. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and like you said for Frankfurt. Getting that draw at seven and two. So brutal. That seems like a harsh, harsh yeah, draw. Yeah, wait, why? <clears throat> oh, how does that? How like it's, you may have some insight. Playoff on points. How it's the do NPR th- rankings? It's all playoff points. Yes. So that's brutal, man. Like, I mean, you, that is. Like you see where East Jordan is going, and now you see where Frankfurt's going. It's win, like, win how did games. that happen? Win more games. Don't uh, don't give up a touchdown in twenty seven seconds. No. That's, Don't do that. Don't uh, you know, do that. that. That's all I can. That's all you can say. I, can say. I, I did forget to uh, leave out those those teams that uh, did not make it. So we already talked about Traverse City West at four and five. Yeah. Cadillac did not four make and five. It. A surprising season for them. 
I, I thought for sure that was going to be a playoff team at the start of the season, and uh, we see that not. Uh, and then Kalkaska, four and five. Uh, I think a good season for them. I don't I don't know how many people expected Kalkaska to win four games this year, um, but but they did. And then in eight player, a lot of six and three teams that didn't make it. Brethren, Gaylord St. Mary, and Misick, all six and three, all left out of the playoffs. Yeah, so, those I think Gaylord St. Mary and Misick are, are the ones that really surprised me. I know if you look yeah. at the teams like the 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 rank, that rankings, the overall records, a lot of them only have two losses. So obviously they're not throwing in a th- three-loss team yeah. in there. Jordan, what's your most intriguing matchup? What's uh, the one that you are you're, you're most interested in? Well, the, we talked about it in week one and how cool it would be to uh, this potentially could lay out. The way that the playoffs are looking in the Division 7, it, let's say T. St. Francis continues their winning streak against Charlevoix and Benzie Central just magically pulls off a playoff win. We could be getting that week eight matchup that we've kind of uh, vocalized a little bit. I, 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 me, for me, it's TC Central, TC San Francisco, and Charlevoix, and obviously the game I'm going to, Lake City versus Manistee. But I just want, I, I want to keep seeing Gaylord. I just want to see them keep going, they, having this historic run that they have not had, and since probably none of those kids were alive, I would just say that. Um, so. Anything, any game Gaylord plays, that's intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. So, so that will we can we can just kind of uh, run into this. We don't have to go the nope. questions that I have in order. Guaranteed winner. Who do you guarantee will win a game? I think for me, it's easy to pick Gaylord. That's why I asked that question right now because I really. I don't think basically. I, th- I think all three of us will take that one. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we should take a different one. Yeah. <laughs> like they're so good. They are so so good. Uh, another team. So that's th- what you're saying, James. Is that's the easy one to pick. That's that's the gimme. So, well, th- so I'll just say that's the yeah, that's the gimme. So let's let's try to pick one that isn't, something that isn't Gaylord. Okay. Right. All right. I, I get you. Um, I think East Jordan. You're gonna take East Jordan. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. They won a playoff. Get they won their first district. East Jordan game. over a Shemping. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep calling it a Shemping. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that alive for Rosenthal. Yeah. Um, I th- I'd say Kingsley. I think. Uh, you know, I just uh, Mason County Central got in at five and four, but um, I just think that uh, the Kingsley's going to be able to roll in that game. Yeah, I I think the two, my top two, are are Gaylord and Kingsley. I yeah, think those yeah. are probably two of the better teams that we have uh, in the playoffs right now, yeah. along with East Jordan. So I think, yeah, yeah why don't we? Why I mean, don't we what do Kingsley that? did last week, I mean, to a pretty good Sparta team, yeah, was was pretty yeah, impressive. They can just. Kingsley can just beat the when they can, crap when they get rolling, out of you. Yeah, when they get rolling. I mean, aside from that Ogemaw game, yeah. uh, you know, they've just gotten rolling and nobody's been able to stop them. I do kind of, just because I, I mean, I pick West. I was the only one with West. Do we all think, I just posing this question to you guys, does Charlevoix have a chance? Does Charlevoix have a chance to beat St. Francis? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I just want to pose that question out there. Oh, Let's get yes. some reactions here. Because I know it's been a long time for Charlevoix. Maybe yeah, this game is it. They but, but but right now, I mean, it's these are different teams. This is it's a different season. This none of that matters. No. Nope. History doesn't matter. I I'm with Charlevoix. I that's my pick. East Jordan and Charlevoix. I was just going with those two. You're taking Charlevoix as a guaranteed winner. I would take it. 
Okay, well, yeah. I don't know if I would go that I wouldn't, far. I wouldn't okay. go that far, but good on you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. You know, you're going out on that limb. Thank and you. And that, that is I appreciate fine. that. I love I, that. You know, if we're, if we're going to take... Uh, well, let's move in, because I, I, I'm going to take Gaylord. We'll take Gaylord, Kingsley, and uh, East Jordan as our guaranteed winners. What about the uh, surprises or upsets? Who can who can vie for that? I, I can get us started. I, I've been singing this team's praises since the beginning of the season. So I am going to go with 6-3 and three Grayling, uh, going on the road to Nagani and beating that 7-2 and two team uh, to move on. So that's... My Skull. kind of Skull. upset surprise Skull. pick right there, but I don't think it'd be much of a surprise because they're super talented with Ethan Kaharik at uh, quarterback, Jake Husband at running back. They've they've got players. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be interesting. One that one that's a, a possibility. I think would be Traverse City Central after that loss to West. Both of the players that I talked to after the game were emotional yet you know pretty composed and everything like that and they're like if we get into the playoffs we're going to do something with it yeah and they're facing a Saginaw Heritage team that's pretty good I mean you know seven and two um but if they can take away Braylon Isom who is maybe one of the best wide receivers in the state um set the state record for career touchdown receptions um if they can take him away they can get right in this game I like that. I do like that, Jordan. Yeah, I, I was. That, that, I wrote that down too. I, th- I said I think it would be a long shot, but Travis City Central. All right, and I, I think Frankfurt has a, a good shot. I think Boyne City has yeah. a good shot. All of these going on the road teams that I think do have a good shot, and I, I wouldn't put it past Benzie Central to yeah. have uh, an, another upset win. Uh, this season, I mean, they came in last season at three and six. They were a three and six team last year, got that upset win. So mm-hmm. let's let's see if they can go on the road to Menominee. And they wanted St. Francis, so that's their only way to get it. <laughs> yes, right? dude. Yes. Yeah, they said that. That'll be weird if they're we- rooting for St. Francis. <laughs> so they, I bet you they kind of are. I would I would think so. They they've wanted St. Francis. They said it. They said it up close and pro- up close to me. So yeah, they. Okay. And then, final question. You have to pick one team to make it to Ford Field or the Superior Dome. Who are you choosing? And we cannot choose the same team. Oh, boy. Okay. So whoever gets to go go first gets a... uh, (laughs) gets the advantage here. So what we'll do is I'll just have Google pick a number between one and three. James, you're one. I'm two. Jordan is three. And we'll see how it goes. Oh, two, it says two. It says two right there. So I get to pick first. And you go uh, with? But I am going to go outside the box and not take the undefeated team. <laughs> I'm going to take Kingsley. That's what I was going to take, number wow. one. I'm going to take Kingsley I like because that. I believe that they have the weapons and discipline to win and win consistently in the postseason. All right, picking a number, so it's either James or Jordan. Oh, Jordan, you get to go next. It says it says three, just so you guys, I'm showing you. So you get to pick. You can go. Well, so you can take okay. it. Take I, I like Jordan. I do, but if they are to go further, they have to play Mount. If 
if it all shapes up the way it is, they will be playing Mount Pleasant, which we I've seen Mount Pleasant at least once, and they are a very good team. Not to say Gaylord isn't. I obviously I'm gonna say Gaylord just to safe bet, safe bet myself. So going Gaylord. Okay. What about uh, thought, what about you? Are, are you? I thought you weren't gonna not take Gaylord. Oh, I just wanted to start that out there. You, you know, it's uh, a little nugget. You know, are you gonna possibilities. Take Lakes to go to the Superior Dome. Uh, I don't. Uh, they could. That could happen totally. Um, I'm gonna go, though. I'm gonna say Charlevoix. Nice. Someone just. I I just think that if they get past St. Francis, yeah. uh, they'll have that momentum, and you know they'll probably run into maybe Puama Westphalia mm-hmm. in the semifinals, yeah. which is a which is a tough matchup for anybody, mm-hmm. but. If if they win that one against St. Francis, they're going to be so high, so so happy. <laughs> so after happy. this, so after happy. this, they're going to be so amped up. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. So. Okay, I I like it. This is why I love Football. the conversation the first week after the playoff matchups are announced. There's <laughs> just it's just everything's brimming with potential. Yeah. It's like, what could we see? What are we going to see? I do remember last year though. That's it was kind of so much fun. Last year, I vividly remember it. Like, it was East Jordan, Frankfurt. I think a majority of us were on Frankfurt, and then all of a sudden you see East Jordan wins. So it's, like, stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember we mm-hmm. sat here. We said this. Oh, ironic. It just doesn't. Oh, yeah. So we're so cool. We're almost wrong. always yeah, wrong. Somebody wanted to go back and fact check us on how often. <laughs> yes, we, please. I, like, it's not good. No. It's, so it's bad. probably not much better than 50%. I mean, we're... we're Two-thirds right of there. us missed the Patriot we're, game. We're, we're right there with... Uh, with but again I, I do remember I I think had we picked West I think Central would have won yeah you know it's it's our it's us James you and I did it just despite us James, <laughs> you, you and I did it we have those seventeen teams in the playoffs uh, but we only have three teams remaining in the boys soccer regional tournament mm. and we'll talk a little bit about that right now Trevor City West takes on Rockford in Division One and then Division Four. In the same regional, Leland versus Saginaw Arthur Hill and Harbor Springs versus Roscommon. So we could have a Leland versus Harbor Springs regional championship game on Thursday. Uh, but we have those three games are Tuesday. And uh, James Jordan, you guys are heading out to Claire to cover the Leland and Harbor Springs games. Uh, and then TC West will be covering that remotely as best as we possibly can. Hopefully it's on Streaming somewhere online, fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping for, so I, I would can think watch so. it uh, while it's going down. Um, I would assume that Rockford, being as well off financially as it is as a school district, can probably bring it. <laughs> probably yes. has uh, streaming capability. Yeah, or, or yes. So, how do we feel out of these uh, three teams? Uh, best chance to win a regional. Hmm. Well. I would obviously. I'm just gonna stick with Casey West, just because the amount of times I've seen him, seen him multiple times. It's gotta happen eventually. It. I even said it. Uh, what was it a couple of weeks ago before district started? I was like, this has to be the. They have. This has to be it. If you look at all like the past stuff, they haven't made it past the regional since 2020, which is where they went to the state finals, but they lost in overtime. So it's been that long. So a lot of the players, the sen- the juniors and the seniors, I believe, are the only ones that still vivid- kind of vividly remember that. Obviously, if you're in junior high, you probably you definitely remember that, just looking up to some players. But, yeah, it's been that long. So if there's anyone that could do it, it's 
TC West just because of the, the strength of schedule that they played against. They played against some tough teams that they are likely to face heading forward into the regionals and states. So they have that experience. They have the goalkeeper. They have a, a sophomore goalkeeper and a junior or senior goalkeeper. Both very talented, both very skilled. Both played against pretty high caliber teams. So if it, this has to be it. Like, I don't, this has to be it. All right. I like Leland. I'm not saying that I don't like TC West or Harbor Springs. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I, I like Leland. I, I think it's a program with a great deal of, of history. Uh, and that consistent winning just builds that kind of culture so it becomes an expectation. And that expectation, it feels like at Leland doesn't really – that expectation doesn't mean pressure. No. It just means we win. And so – between they've got good scores, Max Waldrop, Liam Waskowitz, they've got a, a good keeper, uh, and, and Jimmy Alpie. So I, I, I like what what Leland has. I, I could certainly see them winning. Um, it, it's also possible that when Thursday comes around, we don't have any soccer teams playing. Could be. We could. could all be. all three of these are not guaranteed wins. No. Or guaranteed losses. These are games that can go either way. Yep. What about you? Well, that just leaves me with Harbor Springs, so. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you see him play, too. So, obviously, you must see. Yeah, that was an entertaining game uh, against Charlevoix. Uh, their first two matches against Charlevoix were both blowouts, and this game was 0-0 at halftime. Um, Charlevoix played incredibly well, but um, Harbor Springs came back in the second half, um, got a big advantage of getting a, a red card, so they had a man up for the most of the second half, but. Um, Harbor Springs really, really wants it, and it, it was just funny after the game. <laughs> with, it got so dark because it was rainy oh, and oh overcast yeah, and this. everything, and it was so, it was so dark. Like I wasn't, I didn't even bother taking photos the second half of the second half. Um, I and I tried to get some photos of the players when they got presented with the district trophy. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. It was just so dark. Then they crowded underneath the scoreboard because the scoreboard lights were still on to try to take photos, and then Charlevoix turned off the scoreboard lights. <laughs> That's so dirty. So dirty. I don't think it was intentional. I think they, they just, they oh just no, did. Man. You know, the oh AD, no, AD probably wants to get out of there. Oh no. uh, so then they went out in the parking lot. If and Charlevoix used, had one, I guarantee you, I guarantee you those lights on. Probably. Oh, thousand percent. And then they had to go out in the parking lot and use, like, the headlights of the bus so to be able to take photos afterwards. They got a team photo with the with the trophy well, afterwards. Well, maybe, maybe that puts a little chip onto uh, Harbor Springs' uh, shoulders as, as they move forward into the into the, into the should, It should be noted, if you are, um, out of all of these teams, Harbor Springs is the only one that hasn't made it to a regional semifinals in a very long time. 2016 okay. was the last time they did it. All right. So there. Well, we will see how those three games shake out, but right now let's get into our interview with Traverse City West soccer players Dougie Rice and Aiden Orth. Get Around Podcast is happy to have TC West Varsity Boys Soccer's finest coming off their district final win, Junior Aiden Orth. Yeah, thanks for having me. And Senior Dougie Weiss. Awesome to be here, man. Uh, uh, what a heck of a week for TC West in general. Uh, I kind of want to start on Friday, get both of you guys' perspective on TC West finally beating TC Central for the first time since 2018. 
but Dougie, man, you have had a heck of a week, dude. Um, obviously, you your field goal kicker kicking a field goal to help your team win, and then Aiden, you're in the stands watching your teammate do that. Yeah. Joe, I want to hear your re- reaction, your perspective, just everything. Walk me through, walk us through, just all of it. Um. So, me and my buddies get there. We were we were really looking forward to the game. Um, we were cheering really hard for our team. We definitely were not cheering against Central. We didn't say anything bad about the other team, you know. And every single time we got in field goal range, we just we wanted Dougie, or Doggy is what we say in the section. We wanted him to go out there and. We always want to see Doggy kick a field goal. It's our favorite thing in the whole world. How wild, so how much. wild, as far as just like your soccer teammates, like how wild was it the the moment that it, that you guys go up more than two possessions, that field goal helped you guys go up two possessions. Yeah. Like obviously like you're clutch center back for soccer, obviously you're making some clutch goals. Yeah. How cool is it for the soccer team in general to have a heck of a, heck of a week you in know, general? It's, it's just awesome. It, last week was really good for us um, to win the district final and then go out there and see Dougie. Me and me and some of my teammates were sitting in the section, and basically as soon as he kicked it, we saw it was going through. He like, had a little bit of like a mosh pit going, I guess, and some clothes got ripped, and you know, we, were, we were just too excited. Yeah. Uh, how cool is it that in a situation like that, you know, a lot of teams in high school don't have – Anybody who they're confident in kicking yeah. field goals, anything over an extra point, they're just they're just like, I don't, we'll just go for two or we'll go for it on fourth down or whatever. How cool is it in the confidence, having the confidence in you guys to go for a field goal in a, a it's game of really, that magnificence? It's really nice to know that my coaches had the faith in me to do that. Just pull and, the mic up a little bit. And uh, earlier in the season, too, in the pink game versus Midland Dow, uh, I was able to go out there and kick what ended up being the game winner as well. And just knowing that my coaches have the faith in me to roll me out there in those situations means a lot. Mm-hmm. How often do you practice field goals? Because obviously you're more are you you're more center focused. I would assume to soccer. Yeah. And once in a while you pop open, try to kick the yeah. extra points. Yeah. So pretty much I'd go to football practice for like thirty minutes after soccer practice, probably two three times a week, and we'd go over just basic field goal formations, kickoffs, onside kicks, all that stuff, and it translated well into the games this year. How long? What's the longest field goal you think you can kick, or you've kicked in practice? Uh, the longest I made in practice was a 55-yarder. So halfway the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Have you uh, have you seen this happen? I haven't seen it in person, but you believe, know, I, I, I believe it. You believe him. I, I do too. Mm-hmm. You got a leg, man. I even asked you after the game, like 10-yard, it, it seems like a chip shot to s- kickers who yeah. kick, but for an average person like me, I'm, I know I can't make yeah. it. Do you think if you were to ask, like, if they were to approach you, like, hey, can you kick a field goal? Could you think you could? I, I think I could. I okay. think I wouldn't be the best, but I think I could kick a field goal. You know, it's right. just slight, slightly different mechanics. You know, just the ball shape, but I think I could mm-hmm. kick a field goal. I'm trying to remember if it was the if it was one of the extra points or if it was the field goal where the the snap was a little. Oh yeah, that was the field left. goal. And uh, I, I that was a so nice much. hole. Oh yeah, for him Owen to get it down. Amazing to get that down. I right after I kicked that, I went straight up to him and I just told him way to get that down because he had to go behind himself and he barely got it down in time because I didn't stop my run-up because I knew he'd get it down. You, you can't, sure right? I mean, yeah. once you get started, As you soon can't. as I stutter, it it 
screws up everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your coach was telling me after the game, like he credited Owen for just oh, being yeah. able to hold that snap yeah, down. Yeah, Like I never, I didn't even think at the moment like how much diff how difficult yeah. it would have been. But yeah, kudos to him. Kudos exactly. to West for finally beating Central. Did he even get the laces out? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did amazing wow. to do that. Wow. Yeah, for having to reach yeah. back and get that that far. That's. That's something. Yeah. Has it, so, has it sunk in for you? Because obviously you guys' boys' soccer team has, I mean, I just every time I watch you guys play against Central, you seem to beat them every single time. A couple days pass, has it sunk in a little bit? Yeah, it's sunk in more for sure. Uh, holding that trophy that night, I was on an amazing high after winning two trophies in two days. That was just amazing. But then it hit me probably yesterday that, like, okay, now we need to go into Tuesday for our regional semi-game and, now I'm fully locked in on that. Great transition, man. Obviously, uh, Tuesday's game is huge, but I kind of want to touch on the district finals game. I asked you in person about just what happened. Obviously, you see the player slip. You beat off the defender, and it's you and the goalie, and boom, you go score. When you see just how that all unfolded, what's going? Like, what are some things that are going through your head? Like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that dude slipped, and here's Aiden one-on-one -on -one with the defender about a score. Did you have any, like, obviously in the moment you have to go and run and yeah. try to be a, a helper, but what's, so do you have any thoughts? In the moment, from a center back perspective, I see that guy slip, and my first thought is I need to get the whole team up. Yeah. So I instantly started yelling for our back line to get up and our midfield to get up. And then I saw Brody run onto the ball as the defender slipped, and I saw Aiden making a perfect run. And Brody made the perfect pass to Aiden. Aiden took a great prep touch past the defender, slotted it in. And one of my first, I wanted to celebrate instantly, but my first thought was, what do we need to do to make sure we win this game? Because there was only a few minutes left. And that's what you said, too. You said afterwards, like, once they hit the three-minute mark, it was like, yeah. oh, man, we need it. We're up, but anything can happen. Because Midland kept attacking you guys like crazy. Oh, yeah. they, they were always... They were near the goal, goalie box for the entire five, within the past five minutes of the game. What, As far as just your team-wise, being able to pull that out, obviously you played Midland Dow so many times. You yeah. kind of know how they play. You know their tactics. You know their goalies. It's a familiar opponent. But as far as being able to pull that out, what what had to change as far as you guys being, maybe like scheme-wise, tactic-wise, because they know you, you know them. But from a player's perspective, what had to change? Uh, you know, I mean, there's a few things, like, tactics-wise that we change because after the first time we play them, like, they know, like, certain, the, like, the way we play and who we play through. Um, but I, I think more it's it's more of a mentality thing going into it because especially after you beat someone earlier in the season, um, sometimes some guys like to think that it w it's just going to be easy again. Um, but that's just not the case, especially with a team like Midland Dow. Um, and if, if we were to play any team that we've already beat, like Troy Athens or Grand Haven, if it was to be again, it'd be just as close. Like those, those are the type of games that can go either way. And when you come out with a win, you were the better team on that day. And then mental, like mentality-wise, you got to go into the second game with the same mentality as the first game. Can you kick penalty kicks? I can. You can? I can. Okay. But we have full faith in Aiden. Our, his first penalty of the season he missed. And me and uh, Ben, the other captain, went up to him and basically were like, you miss another one and you're off it. And he told us that too. And he's done great so far the rest of the season. Yeah, obviously high-pressure moments does not phase you one bit. Where does that come from as far as just being able to? Um, you know, honestly, like 
all throughout middle school, um, playing club before I started playing high school. I was like one for four on PKs. Um, and then like, so I didn't have much confidence in myself in PKs. And this last club season, I started taking more PKs and I didn't miss one. And I, like this season, I, I just, um, the boys, um, our seniors, they had faith in me. They gave me the ball for the first one. And I was like, like, I know I can score these now. And obviously first one didn't go in. And then second time I was like, you know, I, I don't like that side. I'm, go, I'm gonna go to the other side. If I miss, then I'm off for the rest of the year. And, you know, I've been to the other side ever since. A, a lot of schools wish they can be in your position to win one district title, but yet alone five straight, 16 total in yeah. school history. Your coach talks to me a lot about how you guys soak up all the history that has come and gone. Obviously, last year you had a stout team. Past year, every year it's stout. But you guys are heading into another tough opponent who obviously are state runner-ups. I'm sure you guys are well aware of that. Um, as far as just the mentality to walking into that game, what's the thoughts? What are the vibes? Just walk us through. What's what's everyone feeling like right now? You know, me and me and Doug were actually just talking about this not too long ago. Um, we were saying how, like, for the conference and for just, like, regular season in general, we've had a history of, like, winning. And same thing with the district. We had a streak now going where we, we win. And um, so on that, there's – everyone's always asking, like, when we lost to Petoskey, like, what happened, what happened, what happened? And then, like, even if you tie to Alpina – it's like, what happened, what happened? Like, it's not normal. Yeah. Um, but then when you come into a situation like the regionals, and we only have, like, six in school history, it's it's like we have nothing to lose. You know, there's no there's no streak attached to it. Um, so there's a little bit more, I guess you could say, like, added pressure from the outside fans, and people have ex expectations of us just because of the streak. But going into regionals, I mean, we have nothing to lose. We don't have a streak going on in there. You know, we, we just want to win. And that's um, that's what you're talking about is just how badly we want to win in general. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> how nice is it that uh, I mean, Wes has made runs to the to the semifinals and to the finals in the last decade or so. Um, but this year, uh, you guys are finally ranked highly in the state rankings. Um, even in those years where you guys were making those runs, aside from the Casey Townsend <laughs> yeah. championship 06. year, you guys you guys uh, weren't really ranked. Or anything like that. How is how nice is it to be getting that recognition statewide now? I mean, it's nice, but we try not to look too much into it because as soon as we start falling for that, that's when practices get sloppy. That's when our team starts going downhill. And uh, honestly, when we, we lost to Petoskey, we assumed we wouldn't be ranked the rest of the year just because that's normally how it goes. If you screw up one game, you drop instantly like last year in Alpena. Um, but that ranking is nice to have, but if we didn't have it, I'd go into this game feeling the same way. We got a tight mm -hmm. group of guys this year that really want to win it, and we got nine seniors on the team who really want it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's got to be nice, though, that the state has taken notice, that the yeah. coaches, coaches yeah. around the state know it's, who you guys are now. It's, it's nice to look at, but like yeah. at like. the end of the day, um, it, it really doesn't mean that much. Um, when it comes down to the game, you know, anything can happen. So it's cool to look at, and you're like, oh, wow, like they recognize us, but I, I like – it doesn't matter really at the end of the day to us. We just mm -hmm. want to win. So, your coach uh, has been there for quite some time. Obviously, he's you might have seen him when he you guys were in junior high yep. at some point. Yeah. What about Matt? That makes him because he's every time I talk to him, he's always the main focus is you guys. He does he 
does not want any shine. He does not want any any recognition. He wants it to be all on you guys, which, in all fairness, is true because you guys are the ones that go out and produce what he asks of you guys. What clicks? What is it about Matt that you guys fully understand? Obviously, the history is the history. Obviously, everyone soaks that in and wants to be the best to be a part of it. But what about Matt that uh, that you guys buy into it so so easily every year in and year out? He's just a guy to where I'd do anything for him. Okay. He The way he speaks, the way he just knows soccer, if he goes and tells me to do something, even in the back of my mind, if I think it's not right, I'll do it because it probably is right, even if I think it's wrong. What's a moment What's a moment that you, that he told you, okay, I need you to do this, or, hey, I need you to go all the way over there, and you're over, kind of overthinking. But Yeah, so there's been times where, like, well, I remember last year we were playing Dow. Okay. And we switched up our formation slightly to where I was, uh, like, we were going more to an attacking because was game was tied and there mm-hmm. was probably 20 minutes left. We went more attacking, but Dow had been, like, he, they kept coming at us and kept coming at us, and I was like, if we do this, we're going to get scored on. And sure enough, probably t- five minutes after that, we had a throw-in, and Carl, Ben Carlson just lined it in at the goalie, bounced off the goalie's hand, off of one of our guys' heads, went in the back of the net, I've never doubted the guy, ever. What about you? Yeah, um, that like after after you made that switch, like the whole game switch for us, like we we were all on the go ahead. Um, but basically, ever since like my freshman year, um, coming in, he's always like held me to like a standard, and I've held myself to that standard as well. Um, and like even for club, like some like I I obviously work hard in club, but I don't have like my coach on the sideline. And I'd say, like, one of my best examples is Midland, um, the day of homecoming on that Saturday this year. Okay. Um, I was, like, just coming off of my sickness. Um, my ankle was still really sore, and I was playing on the wing. And um, so I was I was up and down, up, up and down, up and down, up and down. And um, basically, he's just on, at the sideline, like, just, like, I still need more. Like, I need more. I need more. I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> and then, sure enough, like, we get the ball and attack. He's like, Aiden, I need you right now. And, I, I like, I sprinted down the sideline, Callum playing a good ball, and I was there, you know. But that's the only reason I really made that run that hard is because he's always yelling at me in the background. But um, it's I, I always respect what he has to say, and um, I always listen to what he has to say because I know it works. So, mm-hmm. Well, what, is two years ago to the day? I think you scored the goal and against uh, Midland Dow in the district final. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty close. Goal. Yeah, huh? I'm, I'm looking at the thing right now. It was October 23rd, 2021. Yeah. Wow, so to the to the heck? day, two years ago. Really? Yep. Hey, congrats, oh my dude. Gosh. <laughs> congrats, dude. Yeah, that was um that that was one of my favorite days and like ever. That was that was a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember when I scored that, and me and me and Trey were talking about Erling Holland just did a celebration like the week of. And he like stuck his hands up in the air and he did this. Cause he's just a goofy guy. And I, after I scored, I, I looked over to like I think it was Carlson and Ian. And I was like, "Oh, poop." We'll say I we'll say I said, "Oh, poop." And I was just like kind of shocked because I was like still a freshman. And then like I just ran over the bench and I just stuck my hands up in the air and who was it? It was like Drew or Mitch. He's like, "That's the most freshman celebration I've ever seen." <laughs> and then like the whole bus ride back. I love fall, so like the fall colors were bright. The sun was out. I went back to Trey and Jane's house afterward, and it, it was just a good time. How often mm. does he talk about Man City to you guys? Because I know last year when I talked to him, you 
he must have had a heck of a summer because obviously Man City did what Man City did at the yeah. championship lead. How often does he, uh, obviously you guys' song after a win is because of Man City, yeah. but how often do you, does he like use Man City references or players? He uses Man City and Pep Guardiola the most. He loves bringing up Pep, and I'd say he does it probably, I'd bet you about once every two weeks-ish. Around that, maybe a little uh, more. Probably depending <laughs> depending on the situation. Like, there's obviously been international break recently, yep. and sometimes like we just talk about like soccer in general with him. He doesn't necessarily like allude to it, like to oh. it during practice certainly. Um, but we we definitely bring it up. You know, he he, he loves Pep. So what te- do you guys have a team that you watch, or is it? I'm a Man United fan, unfortunately. Oh, that's for gotta the be. He must really yeah. just be grilling you in every time oh, yeah. they lose. Got you. And then um. I'm a I'm a really big Liverpool fan. Um, Me I've, too. I've started supporting Liverpool, so obviously I hate Doug's club. And <laughs> I think they're really and bad. You guys hate his club, uh, so yeah. it all oh, works yeah. out in some sense. Well, I, yeah. I still got more respect for Man City than I do with Man United, you know, because <laughs> I mean seven zero last year. Yep. I, that's just that's embarrassing. Yep. Not, like we're on down years, we're gonna come. That was we're wow. gonna be back on the come up. That was the wow. history. <laughs> the history. <laughs> that was wow. Oh, we're gonna the first on-air fight here. <laughs> that was awesome. In our podcast history. Uh, so it's all over soccer. Do so you, do you guys play? Do you guys play soccer on like video game soccer? Yeah. Yeah. FIFA. Who, I haven't bought the new one, you know, because oh. like usually during the school, like the school year, I'm pretty busy during the week, so yeah. I don't have time to. You're locked into actual Xbox. soccer. You're locked yeah. in for actual soccer. For yeah. who's, who's the best FIFA player on the team? Ooh, I don't know. Ah, uh, it. It's probably. Brody, yeah, probably Brody. Between Clemson. like Brody, Carlson, and I could beat Ben. You think so? But what yeah. team? Well, who's good? your team? It, Kote, I destroyed Kote. Oh, okay. Who's your team though? Because it all it, that also plays a factor in it. I don't. I'm a huge game, FIFA yeah. guy. I play FIFA probably every day. Seems like so. Yeah. I'm always. I, I always use Liverpool too. Okay. But you gotta switch up the tactics. You know, you gotta put Trent in the midfield. Joe Gomez right back. I see what you're doing. And then. Darwin up top, along with um, Cody Gapko, yep. and then Salah and Diaz on the wings, and it's unstoppable. I cause see what I, I can be, I can wow. be Brody okay. too. I haven't played in that a while. That is interesting. Though. Interesting. Yeah, because me and my home, because all my friends back home, they all played high school soccer, so I was always sitting on the sidelines with them. I hear, I. That's why, like watching you guys, it's like something's really never changed. Like ten years yeah. later, it's like, yeah, you guys are doing what, playing FIFA tournaments, yeah. going playing mm-hmm. FIFA. Oh yeah. Um, aside from just video games and playing soccer, what do you guys do for fun? As far as like, what's what's, just to like free your mind a little bit, because obviously you you're so soaked into school and yeah, soccer, yeah. and you fo- you playing f- football and soccer. Yeah. What what do you guys do? Like, do you guys, what do you do? <laughs> I like you know I like to, I like to hang out with my girlfriend when I can. Okay. Um, I also like to hang out with my friends when I can. You know, sometimes just like. After a Friday football game or on a Saturday, we'll like we'll just go over to someone's house, you know, and then we'll get there. We'll figure out some plans, um, find something to do, you know. I mean, sometimes it's just something really dumb, like stalking my friend and his girlfriend around, you know. I'm not saying we do that. It's just like well, something we we'll just put maybe, it out. Maybe maybe sneak into my friend's house when he doesn't know. Sometimes, so <laughs> you know, like we just find certain things to do and that entertain us. Cause you know, there's not a ton to do around Traverse City, especially once it gets colder. Um, so, cold. so you know, we, get, we just gotta make our own fun sometimes. And sometimes, you know, we just chill at the house. But 
Mm-hmm. What's that quote, you, James, that, that one student or one family member gave you about the cold and the elements don't play a role in a game? Do oh, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad gear. That is the most electrifying. That was, that was the lady who was tailgating before the Patriot game. That makes <laughs> sense. Father, they were tailgating while it was... Uh, they were just sitting out in the rain. <laughs> These, like, four ladies uh, tailgating, sitting out in the rain. There's such a thing as bad weather. I mean, you can make the bad weather a little bit better, but it's, it's still bad either way. How bad was the field, uh, that district final game? Because oh. obviously, you guys were slipping. Oh, you yeah. slipped most of the time. He was slipping everywhere. I, I was every, actually really uh, Why wouldn't you try to it. stop? Like, you you were, like, break stop real quick. Yeah. And, you would just go flying. Yeah, you was, obviously went. Fl- you tried. Yeah. It, so how, as far as just playing in a w- game like that, there's is there even a way to prepare for a rain game? If if you have soft grounds, so like it's metal studs, they're a little bit longer. Um, they don't clog up as easily either. Usually you put those on. Um, if you know it's gonna rain, depending on how cold it is, usually put on an undershirt. But at the end of the day, it's really not gonna do much because it's just gonna soak through. Um, but on a field like that, you know, there's there's not much you can do to prepare for it. It's just it's frustrating in the moment. And you got to get through. Like yeah, like the the one guy may have slipped like in a crucial moment, but there was a few times when I slipped or someone else slipped also like on the attack when we could have had a an opportunity. So mm-hmm. yeah, and then with a wet field, obviously you got to switch up your tactics a little bit because ball skipping, moving quicker. Uh, that ball like, was skipping. Oh that yeah, ball was skipping. And then like also the goalies. Catching the ball is ten times harder when you have wet gloves and a wet ball. I'm glad you said that because I was up watching you guys, and I even made a note to one of the old heads who seems to be around every single game that you guys are playing in. I think you might know who I'm ta- might or might not know who I'm talking about. Guy Very with the hat, very old guy. He used to coach for so so long. He knew, seemed like he knew a lot about soccer. Let's just put it that way. I was throwing out how because the Midland Dow. Uh, goalkeeper kept dropping yeah. the ball, yeah. and your guy's Ours goalkeeper kept catching it. Camden yeah. was doing great. He was game. doing great, and I, that's the one thing I noticed was that is impressive that he's being able to hold on a wet ball. He isn't, and no one else like thought twice about that. Yeah. I was the only one I kept thinking that. Yeah, that's hard. To, like it's you know the little things really oh, yeah. do matter until it. it yeah, we definitely heavily praised Camden after that game. Yeah, it, it every was, time he was catching the ball, heavily praised him. Yeah, we said some good things about him. Um, <laughs> but you know, like the other keeper dropping those balls, like attacking wise, we didn't capitalize on it enough because there was a good few times when we should have scored off of that. Um, but we didn't, and like Camden, every single time Cam caught one of those, Doug, I could just hear him like, like let's go, Camden, like in the background. Um, I, those those balls are scary for me when I'm like up in the attack and I see it come through and Camden comes out because it like if I was a goalie I'd drop it 100 percent. How cool was it to be able to win that title at your home because it's been a long time you guys have you guys have played at Keystone a couple of years yeah. and obviously it's been a hard. It long. felt it was one of the best feelings I've had. It was just electric just being at home for once and in front of in our own field it just felt great. It was unmatched truthfully. Yeah, yeah, especially you being a senior to yeah. end your district run. Obviously, you still got regionals to go on, but uh, I would assume so. Uh, obviously, you still have one more year, but just to speak on it if you can. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been around these guys now for, for three years, you know, and it's not like I just see them during the soccer season. Um, I, I talk to them through school all the time. So, um, you know, we all have a pretty close bond, the juniors and most of the seniors as well. Um 
so we just we get along really well and like it means it means a lot to me to have their their final game on our, our home field be a district win um like for me as well you know i just like ending ending the season at our home field on a good note i i was probably just as happy as doug <laughs> to be honest so the the whole senior thing for me doesn't yeah. doesn't mean much to me but gotcha. i just i do it for them gotcha mm-hmm. Talk about the uh, the toughness test and what it is, and uh, your best or worst memories of of taking the toughness test. Oh, the toughness test. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll, my my fresh or actually no, not my freshman year. My seventh grade year when Robbo and Trey were going to be freshmen. Um, I remember I was at Jaden's house. My buddy, um, he's brother with Trey, and Ian was like, "We have to run." two miles in under 13 minutes and then a mile under 615 he's like I'm quitting like I'm not gonna do it and this is like his eighth grade summer so he was going into it and I remember thinking that all the way up until my freshman year and I did it my freshman year and like after it I was just like thank god it's done but now I got like three more years of this so and I still got another year of it um but you know it's gotten easier throughout the years as I get older and more in shape over the summer so if i'm if i'm in shape over the summer then it's it's not awful but it's not mm-hmm. my favorite what are you so my history with the toughness test has been pretty rough up until this year <laughs> i was uh i was definitely a little heavier than i should have been not as good a shape as i am now going into it definitely my first two years um i did, failed it both times or three times in a row my freshman sophomore and junior year and this year we had two earlier ones to where if you passed, uh, you didn't have to run it during the tryouts, which is really like, oh, it's really nice because <laughs> you go straight from the toughness test into 1v1s. So oh. if you're really tired, it's awful. But uh, luckily this year I was able, so we had one Friday morning and I failed and I missed it by like 10 seconds and then 20 seconds. And then Saturday morning I woke up again, went to the track ran it and on the lap of both the two mile and the one mile i remember just saying i can't do it and luckily i had one of my teammates there next to me running the final lap both times and he just pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and all i was thinking is like i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna fall over i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then i finished and i realized that i never have to do it again because i had passed and when that hit me it was one of the greatest feelings just knowing that i accomplished that (laughs) And that was G was honestly so happy with me because he honestly didn't know if I'd pass for my fourth year in a row. So what's what's the punishment if you don't pass? Yeah. Uh, So if you obviously if I didn't pass it during either of those optional ones, uh, I'd have to run again during tryouts. Mm -hmm. And then if you there's not necessarily a punishment, but it means the team probably has to do more conditioning because you know that guys are more out of shape. For those that don't know what the toughness test is, just someone just kind of brief rundown on what it is like what are you doing what's involved so the toughness test is on a track every guy starts at the exact same time and you have to run two miles in under 13 minutes and then you get a five minute break and then you have to run a mile in under 615 oh yeah now i'm failing <laughs> i'm failing so bad <laughs> oh my goodness is this yeah. just what matt does like he just puts you guys through some gruesome but in all honesty kudos to him because Obviously, it preps you guys for what you are doing yeah, right yeah. now. So during preseason, he really pushes us, makes I, us get really conditioned so that when it comes to 
October and uh, hopefully in early, in early November, November, we're really ready and we're fully fit. That's so smart. Yeah. I, you know, not, okay. I, I don't even think the toughness test is honestly the worst fitness drill. Oh. Um, there, there have been times, like, I remember last year and this year when, like, we had to do the ball drill last year especially. Um, okay, where so what's that one? You have, you have like, four – is it, like, four or five four. balls? You have four balls. The first one you have to get it, like, past the 18. The 18. And if you don't get it past, you have to run 18 and back, and then you have to restart. So say first one, first ball goes in front of the 18, you go there and back. Second goal, second ball has to go in front of that first ball, and then like say you get that one past the first ball. Third ball, you get it past, like you have to run down, back, down, back to the second ball. Third ball, same process, you get it past the second ball, down, back, down, back, down, back. And then the fourth ball, like you want to make it as short as possible because you have to run all the way out to the ball. So if the fourth ball, like is it, it comes up short of the third ball then we have to go down back down back down back down back and then we restart and last oh. year i think <laughs> our captains probably messed up like three times yeah. so we had to redo it multiple times so it was probably like close to like uh, i don't 20 sprints or something like that we messed up they messed up a few times not like I've never been to the point where i'm like <gasps> like like gasping for air mm-hmm. like that and like i after that practice, I went home and I fell asleep at like nine or something like that. It it was the the worst running drill and I've had to do. With that drill, a lot of times the fourth ball will be kicked by an alumni or one of our assistant coaches. So I remember, I think it was my sophomore year. So, so they don't care, right? No, they're alumni. <laughs> they're done. They don't have to run anymore. And Finn Durbin walked in, <laughs> and we were doing that drill. And I remember he booted it like the full length of the field. And so we did, we like did the first three balls and then we had to sprint all the way down to the last one and come back. And it's just so tiring, but I'm, it's a good thing we do it. And the bear crawls, bear crawls yeah. are bad too. Uh, I'm not good at them at all. Like Trey, he was really good at the bear crawls, so he didn't affect him. Like me, I have a really weird body, like really long legs and like kind of long arms. It's just really awkward and it sucks. That is gruesome. Oh, well, on <laughs> got to do what you got to expl- do. You know, what, you know what this explains? It explains how you guys have been able to produce so year after year after year. Whatever Matt's doing with you guys in the preseason clearly pays off. Um, do you have anything else? I uh, one just if you look ahead, if you look at the bracket and who's left. Um, potentially four top 10 teams. Yep. Uh, ahead of you guys between you and a state championship. How how do you take that? I mean, aside from the the one game at a time cliche, how do you how do you approach that? Uh, I mean, we know that it's not going to be easy no matter what. Uh, I've talked to the other captains. I've talked to Aiden. I've talked to some of the juniors that are big like leaders on the team. We know we're going to have to push ourselves in and out of every practice, even if it is a shorter practice because it's the day before game day. Like today, we still we knew we had a big game tomorrow, but we still pushed ourselves today so we can get better. And seeing that, it's honestly good to see because we know we're going to have good competition all the way through. Yeah. Um, it's for the four top ten teams, like, possibly being faced, um, we don't necessarily, like, look at – well, of course, like, we look at who it is and how they play and all that, but, like, their number and where they stay in the rankings, you know, like, we're just going into every team's going to be good. 
So we're, that's that's what we're looking mm-hmm. for. You should, uh, uh, you should put a word in with the MHSA and just say, hey, can you keep regionals a little bit closer, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, somewhere in the middle. Like, Cadillac's got turf now. Can we use Cadillac? I think I'd rather play at Gaylord. So, or not Gaylord. Why am I saying Gaylord? Grand Rapids. Grand yeah. Rapids. To be honest. Yeah, it's... A lot better? It would be a lot easier it's for us to cover you guys. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is. You're a little closer. That is true. two and a half hour drive. Do you guys listen to music? Or do you, like, just to kill time? Oh, uh, we put in a movie. And what movie are you watching? The Big I Green? Think, I think tomorrow we're either watching Rocky or I think someone was talking about Rambo. Yeah. You guys are mission move. Like, we're going on a mission yeah. to, to win something, to... do some damage. Mm-hmm. That is funny. I, um, obviously, beforehand, I told you guys there would be a little quiz. I need to run this down just so I give the listeners a little perspective. So I talked to you guys beforehand about how many times i probably might have heard the song oasis by wonderwall <laughs> i'm sure you being a senior you being a junior so in 20 this year obviously you guys have won 18 games so that's 18 times it's been played 2022 18 times 2021 16 times 2020 22 times and you started in 2020 correct yep all right so in a total that is well over 50 times of hearing wonderwall now, I really want to quiz you guys to see if you can finish a lyric to Wonderwall. All right? All right. You guys ready? I know oh, Matt yeah. would appreciate this. <laughs> oh, he's, he's already cracking his knuckles, man. I know. He's ready. Matt is going to appreciate this. <laughs> All right. Let me take this off my hearing aid because it's connected. That's how I was able to hear what part I wanted. And if we get sued, just don't. Please don't sue us. Please don't sue us for copyright. You got to pay like more than 30 sec, 20 or 30 seconds or whatever for it. Either of us? Yeah, yeah. What are the next lines? I said, maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. You're well, that's the chorus. That's still the chorus, boys. Oh, that was yeah. the beginning, There's wasn't it? Let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me, let's do it one more time. Actually, you know what? I'll, actually, you know what? Let's do it. Play the, play the next line and see if they can get the one after that. Just hit play. That anybody feels the way I do about you now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. This is awesome. We've uh, had we've only had people sing on the podcast twice, and it's always been soccer. Players. I love it. Good job, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Oh man, I thought long and hard about that. That's why I wanted to lead That's this awesome. specifically for that. Yeah, when I first heard you guys play that song, I am I like grew up listening to Wonderwall just because yeah. it was that big, of, and that is just generation after generation still knows who oasis is when you first heard it what's the were you like what is this like why are we listening to a song about there like what what are, what are we doing i was definitely confused the first time i heard it but then i uh i just realized how big of a part like of the team it's been over time and i have fully embraced that for sure what about you i mean honestly the first time i heard it i was like it's a good song and then i asked someone i was like like, does this happen every game? They're like, yeah. I'm like, 
Okay, sounds good. Yeah, that, was pretty, guys, that was really it. Yeah, and you guys <laughs> seem to really know what came out next because you hear it so many times for more oh, than yeah. 18, 18 games. Yeah. It starts to click a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? That boys, obviously, we don't want to keep you here much longer because I feel like we kind of have, which I am so sorry about. But uh, great to be on. Good luck Uh, tomorrow. Go ahead and just represent TC West and Traverse City Proud against obviously State Runner Up Rockford. Other than that, good luck and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, a big thank you to Dougie and Aiden for joining James and Jordan here in the Get Around Podcast Studios. As always, we appreciate whenever student-athletes drop by and drop some wisdom I love it. on us here at the Get Around. Before we get into the Get Around Hall of Fame, one more word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of the Get Around Podcast is sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations here in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a 30-second sandwich. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Freak yeah. Oh, yeah. Get Around Hall of Fame time now. We've got three nominees that we are going to put up for the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. I will get us started uh, with the first of our Traver- or of our two Traverse City West athletes who are up for nomination here uh, into the Get Around Hall of Fame. Traverse City West's Willem DeGood, senior cross-country runner, won his first varsity race in three years at Tuesday's Big North Conference Championship, running a 1553.6, just two seconds off his personal record. And then he followed that up with a win at the Northern Michigan Meet of Champions on Saturday, running a 1602.2. So in a matter of, what, five days uh, after running cross-country, he'd run it for four years, but um, uh, he ran JV his his, uh, freshman year and then jumped up to varsity as a sophomore. And uh, throughout all that, never got an individual win, but here he picks up individual wins at the Big North Conference Championships and the Northern Michigan Meet of Champions. That's pretty cool. <coughs> Let's go to the next Traverse City West nominee, and that is... All right. I'm going to try my very hardest. Hey, you were I worked all back. weekend. All, all right. weekend. Let's see if, see if I can it's get this. It's not actually that difficult to pronounce. No, but it's just... It looks more daunting than it is it once does. you say it a couple yeah. of sounds times. sounds daunting. But, all right, I got to go Traverse City West, running, senior running back, Adeo. Imbo Bade. Not even close. Nope. <clears throat> Not even a limo body. Adeo Imbo body. Limbo body. Yeah, just read it. Adeo Imbo. I L E M O B A D E. Just read it. Imbo Limbo body. Limbo body. Nope. Not even close. Put another B in it. Yeah. Sorry. You'll never get it. It's okay. We know who you're talking about. Yeah. Just say Adeo. Adeo. That kid was a beast. Adeo, he wanted Adeo. nothing more than to win that game. He was having so much fun. Oh, man, that kid was awesome. Chatting with him afterwards, so much emotions. He, I, I thought he was going to cry for a split second. I really did. I, It was that type of game for that guy. Would we? I said it, mentioned it earlier. He's a moose on the loose. Just would never get bought down. Took him at least four or five guys each time he ran the ball. He helped carry the team to their first win against Travis City Central since 2018. So congrats, Adeo. All right, James, your nominee. 
I'm going to throw out there uh, Manton running back Leon Barber. Much easier to pronounce. Thank you. Much better. <laughs> it does have two P's in it. <laughs> 288 yards rushing and three touchdowns as Manton got their first win of the season to get off the schneid there with a 34-8 to win over Johannesburg-Lewiston. Okay, so I feel like this is another week where all three got to go in. Yeah, I would think so. One, you got mm-hmm. a kid winning his first two cross country races on varsity. That's first my time, vote. Right. You have Adeo, uh, Adeo who lit up that field and was doing everything that he possibly could to get that win in what he kind of figured was going to be his last varsity football game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, he left it all out there. Literally. And then you have a guy rush for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns in a team's first win of the season to avoid them going winless. Each one of these deserves induction into the Get Around Hall of Fame. Are special. we good with that? Special, yeah. yeah, special. Okay. So we can do a cursory vote if you want, No, I'm going to vote for all three. I vote for yours, and I'm assuming one person votes for mine. One I was going to vote for Adeo, but, there you go. but I'm cool with all three getting so in. So am I. All right, so congratulations to Traverse City West's Willem DeGood, Traverse City West's Adeo Alemobade. Alemobade. And Manton's Leon Barber, you are the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Happy endings time. Let's finish out with what made us happy inside and outside of sports this week. I can tell you what didn't make me happy. Well, (laughs) starting the game at 1 p.m. and not 2 p.m. like it said everywhere online. And getting attitude from people who were mad at me that I showed up late. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to start happy right, endings, you, dude. Well, yeah. what, what made you guys happy? Uh, no. Well, I can. I will start. I'll start. Um, so obviously, you might uh, ring the bell. Uh, I'm obviously got to mention it. My Pittsburgh Steelers went into Southern California, which I am surrounded by Rams fans consistently my whole life. They beat them at SoFi with a fourth quarter that I've never seen ever. In a long time, it looked perfectionist. That's what our offense is supposed to look like. We beat the Rams, and it was so <laughs> so nice to see. Got to rub it in all of my friends who are Rams fans' faces, because just like they do with their team, because they won the Super Bowl recently. They're yeah, I have a deep secret hatred towards Rams fans. It I don't know where it started. It just did. You should let it go. No. I'll never hold hate. <laughs> well, I like the Chargers. I just let don't like the Rams. Did you get that? Did you see the gif, though, of Sean McVay? Yes. He just looks up at the scoreboard. No, that is awesome. It it is, cool it's because just him staring up at the scoreboard. I mean, he's just like so, de- like, a disbelief de- slash dejection. I will as say. As he's looking up the scoreboard and this camera kind of pans away from him. Yes. <laughs> I will say there's a lot of people that are going to go back and forth. Was that a first down? Was it not a first down? I agree. It was not a first down. But guess what? Don't use all your timeouts. So you can use it for moments like these. Yeah, that, what? I don't... That was my That was my only problem. I know that Timeout management seems so simple. So simple. But so many head coaches yep. screw it up. I yep. mean, so many head... It, it, it's like, here is the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you, look, you look so yeah, bad. So just showed him Sean McVay's face after the Steelers got his so first time. That, that is... That's meme-worthy, no doubt about it, right? But I don't understand it. How do... How do how, it seems like uh, that was one. Don't know how to manage timeouts. It's they're either they're too afraid to call a timeout, 
or they are, they are do it. too liberal with their timeouts and, and take them. You're like, why are you, why are you why taking a timeout now? That's how, my, that's how the, the Steelers have done that all, all year. Don't get me started. That's a whole other thing. Uh, but at least I get to see them again this week uh, against the Jaguars, so I'm excited, to, I'm excited for that. James, what made you happy this week? Um, anything but the Detroit Lions. Ooh, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, yeah, man. God, that was an abomination of a football game. Let's oh. just hope it's a blip. Oh, my God. That's, that's, uh, yeah, let's hope that it was like the Carolina game average. last year and they and they needed that. I think they maybe started buying into their own hype so a little bit too much. So um, but, yeah. I've been buy- I, I bought, I bought into, into it. Hype. Yeah, oh my God, that was horrible. Did you see? But what made you happy? Yeah. We, you and I, have so far, have have laid laid our, our grievances like it's festivals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? now it's feats of strength. We had a feats of strength. <laughs> who's, who's getting ready to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking on uh, Secret Bajan Man's dad, though. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Tyson Bajan. Tyson Bajan. <laughs> you had to take on his dad in, in our <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> But was there uh, was there anything that made you happy, James? Oh, geez. oh well, I mean, just the the Patriot game being another great game. Yeah, really was, good. That was a good game. Uh, um, you know, I, I love when the game lives up to the hype, and you know, it was a close game, a good game the whole way through, and this one didn't didn't let down. I mean, I know Central people are obviously disappointed, but it was it was a heck of a game. Yeah, atmosphere was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I were one. you guys outside at all when the Coast Guard copter was doing the flyovers? No, but I wanted to stick my head out so bad. That it sounded like a college football game. I had the to explain that. Were just, I had to explain. Like I called my dad immediately right after the game ended, just because of. Well, <laughs> I I feel like I should have told the story. When the game ended, this is when I knew I was I need to start running more. I immediately ran down, tried to catch the players, interviewed as many players as I could. Then realized James had to go up and do the phone, the radio interview. I ran all the way, ran up all those flights of stairs, was out of breath by the time I spoke to him, got through that. But then I got kicked out of the press box, then I had to run all the way back down, hopped over the fence, ran to my car, which was at the police station. And then in the midst of that, once I stopped, my hamstring pulled. I'm in the middle of trying to finish the story. And by the time I get home, step out of the car, my feet felt like noodles. That's when I knew, yeah, I should probably go out and start walking more. Do we need so to put you on fun. IR? Yeah, I was on IR for a split <laughs> second. But I pulled through, got the story in with no, with thinking no pain, no pain, got through it. Yeah, we got out before deadline. On yes, that, I was I was like so contemplated. That's I was like, wild. okay, I can't, I can't think of this hamstring especially pull. Cons- <laughs> especially considering that, do you guys want to know what time I started, I started prep roundup? 11. 10:34. Oh wow, you were. Like, I started. Te- yeah. yeah. I started, oh, wow. I, I, no, no, no. I started it at 10:34. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't like you. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to. I had to. Uh, edit, edit photos. Edit and upload 20 photos. Uh, that I uh, that I did. Uh, I then had to do the postseason roundup, which was golf finals and tennis finals, and I tried to get as much of that done as possible before the the game. But a lot of golf and tennis was delayed because yeah. of rain. Yeah. Mm. So it was taking. <gasps> oh, jeez, man. Yeah, I was. Oh, that uh, explains it. I, I was. Yeah, it, it was I mentioned. I was far, far behind. <laughs> I mentioned that on my Twitter, and then on the bottom, I put uh, if, uh, Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you last, so no pain, no gain. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what. What made me happy last week was uh, actually right after we recorded episode 261, I got to go out to dinner with my parents. Uh, I haven't seen them uh, since I, I moved back up here, and they had done the 
I guess what's called the Corvette Circle or whatever it is, but it's it's the drive that you do going through Wisconsin, through the Upper Peninsula, and I did back yeah. down, yeah. back down the okay. UP. I guess it's called like the Corvette Circle or something like that. I thought it was like, like the that, Michigan Circle. It's you see it on road signs on well, the side of the road. Well, apparently, like it started because like there was a group of people who uh, like drove a car club? Corvettes. Yeah, okay. we're in a Corvette oh, club. Corvette okay. club, and okay. they drove. They would just make an annual drive. They must have liked, around loved uh, that Wisconsin, so that became like kind of a thing. So they did that. Uh, so we. Uh, I, I met them right after we did the podcast last week, and I gave them two choices. I was like, we can either go to Boone's Long Lake Inn, which uh, their perch dinner is $51, or we could or or, 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 we, could, or we could go to Oki's Tavern, there we go. Uh, and those sandwiches are 14 to $15. And so my are dad was good? like, Oki's it is. I'm like, perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. I was buying no matter what. Yeah, like, yeah. I, if... If they Regardless. wanted to go to Boone's, we would have gone to Boone's, yeah. and I would I would have I would have picked up the bill. Um, but uh, yeah, it was nice <laughs> to just have a, a little one-on-one time uh, with my parents, uh, have dinner. My dad got the smoked brisket, which was really good because I had a little bit of that. I had the fish and chips. My mom got the New York strip, um, and then yeah, I, for the first time, I got to bring him into my my newly purchased house and show him the home. Heck uh, yeah, dude. So, uh, is that uh, that sandwich spot the one that's 15 bucks? It seems like is that a good spot. Okie's is really good, yeah. okay. I, yeah, I really like Okie's, yeah, I like the place. Okay. yeah, they're cool. fish and chips, and I think they have a house made tartar sauce. You don't and say that is okay, really good. Cool, mm. I might have to check it out. So, yeah, cool. and then, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, it made for a yeah, it was a good start to the week and kind of carried me through. Any and, any uh, wrestling? You watch any wrestling this weekend? Of course. Oh, I'm just trying to ask, man. Usually, <laughs> when did you even have to ask? Yeah, usually that's one of the wrestling. things. Usually watched, that's one of the happy endings. I watched wrestling Monday. There you go. I watched wrestling Wednesday. What? I watched wrestling Friday. What? I watched wrestling Saturday. What? And I watched wrestling last night. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Pat McAfee so much. So, yeah, that's <laughs> making me happy. What? And, uh, and hopefully episode 262 has made our loyal Audible viewers happy. Uh, I know that uh, it's it's been good to be back in the studio doing the show. I think it makes a difference. It's a lot better than yeah. than uh, when I was mm-hmm. always doing it remotely. <laughs> so uh, a big thank you to uh, James and to Jordan uh, and to our guests, Dougie Rice and Aiden Orth. Thank you to our Audible viewers. Uh, thank you to everyone, to our sponsors, uh, who's just one at this moment. But, hey, maybe we can get Okie's Tavern to, uh, to start sponsoring the there show. There you go. You're going to have to bug them. I, I, I will. Yeah, I'll go over like, guys. Bug. I just want fish and chips once a week. You know, that's oh, it. Smoke brisket chips. also once a week. If you could just feed me every day, that would be great. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks again. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, episode 262 of the Get Around Podcast is in the books. Mm-hmm.